Hello and welcome back to the show. Today's podcast will be on spiritual warfare, and this is going to be the beginning of a series on that topic because there is a lot of spiritual warfare happening, and some of some of this warfare is not even our own. First, let me say that helping people is costly. Okay, I repeat. Helping people is costly. And the reason I say that, I'm speaking from personal experience. If the Most High hasn't called you to help someone, you need to pray about it because sometimes he hasn't. Some people are experiencing, you know, you reap what you sow or karma, as they, you know, as they say. And so you have to be very, very careful when people come to you. I remember my mother used to always respond to a request by saying, let me pray on it. I remember her saying it. And that is something that I am now going to have to start saying. And when you help people, it's kind of different because I prophetically counsel people. And a lot of the people that I were I was prophetically counseling in the past, you know, was experiencing witchcraft. I mean, they would just come right out and say, you know, I believe somebody's doing witchcraft, or I know somebody's doing witchcraft, and they were, you know, were drawn to me. However, you know, there's a season and a time for everything. And the Bible says that my season of helping people with witchcraft is over. I know for a fact that there are warfare angels, special angels that are assigned to fight warfare on your behalf. There is a song by Yolanda Adams This battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. That is true. Again, I'm going to say to anyone who has been helping people and praying for them and, you know, you continue to do that and you see things happen in your life just like just going completely haywire, it's warfare from helping other people. Now, the Bible says no weapon that is formed against these shall prosper, but it did not say it wasn't going to form. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying to deter anybody from helping people, but I am trying to share wisdom on the topic. Now, about a couple of weeks ago, I had an experience which I know was out of body. And I know... It was from helping probably two particular people. I end up, you know, the Lord allowed me to, you know, to leave out of my body. Because when I leave out of my body, it's not anything that I can control. It's the Lord taking me in the spirit. I looked down at my feet. I landed into Africa. I know it was Africa. As I was walking, came up to this, it looked like an intersection, but there were no cars on the road at that time, but there was a, a man out there. 
And he looked like he was directing, you know, like people in traffic. But at the time that I arrived on the scene or at the intersection, there were only people. So I remember it was a very tall man that was asking people, have you seen such and such? You know, because, you know, he has, you know, he has done this, he has done that, and he has caused, you know, a whole bunch of confusion. Now, I'm not the type of person that snitches. But in this experience, this out-of-body experience, I looked to the left of me and there was a woody area. And I could see something that was in the woods moving around. And I pointed, there he is right there, not even knowing his name or whatever. I was just prompt like I was in a play or something with a, you know, like my line was, there he is right there. So the man took off and he went into the woods. Now, while I was looking, I saw this person shapeshift, okay? And I know shapeshifters are not of God. They're not of the Most High. So I saw him shapeshift from a man to look like some type of, um, you know, you know, like lion or whatever or some type of animal. And when this man got into the woods, I seen a lioness just devour him and take him to pieces. Now, at this point, it was another man that was on the side of me that was had just and I know for a fact he was in the spirit as well. Out of body, because he was on the same path I was. When we saw that, he bent down and got a weapon, you know, like some big stick. And I saw it looked like a log. Okay, everybody knew how big and heavy a log looked that been cut down by a tree. I was able to lift that log as though it was a feather. And it didn't even surprise me when it happened because my adrenaline, adrenaline was pumping. And the man was saying that was, you know, had a weapon in his hand. He was like, if you think you're going to come over here and get me, you wrong. He was, you know how you talk, like you get ready to fight. And so I picked up the log and, and I was, and I had it. And I was like, yeah, because by the time he get him, this log is big enough that I can hit that lion in the head, you know, and, and, and knock it down. Well, all of a sudden the man came out with the lion, but he didn't, with the lioness. But he did not attack us. And so, you know, we dropped our weapons and we started walking with him. And he was like, everything's okay, everything's okay. And, um, you know, me and the man and his daughter were for, I remember he had his daughter with him and she was like maybe 20. We just started praising God and singing worship songs. And he was looking at us laughing. And then um, the lion... I, I, I'm telling y'all, I felt that lion. I, I, t- I touched the lion. He wanted, she wanted me, which was a lioness, was a female lion. She wanted me to touch her. Somehow I just knew she wanted me to touch her. I was led to touch the lion. She smelt me. She was sniffing all over me. And then I was cognizant of the fact that I had blue, and I was like, Maybe I should move my arm back because maybe she going to smell blue. Okay, it, it may attack me. And I remember moving my arm back and she was still trying to like, nudge me to touch her. You know, but I kept walking. And I, my heart was beating so fast, I just couldn't, you know, like, I don't even know how my feet was walking. Okay. Well, anyways, 
he walked us to he said, everything okay, everything okay, you know, like that, laughing. And he walked us to a church. And that church must have been must have been a portal in that church. When we walked into that church, it was like we came in from the back of the church. There was a pastor and his wife, and don't ask me how I know, but they were in the church by themselves, and it was in a corner, like, discussing, you know, some business, paperwork. They didn't see us. We walked through. The man, his daughter, and me, I went my way. He went his way, and then my eyes opened up. I came back into my body. Now, let me go ahead and... This is this is a out of body experience at the same time. It is I need to explain something. Because I know that week I helped somebody, well, more than one person dealing with witchcraft. I knew and expected an attack. But what the most high wanted me to know is that you're protected. No weapon formed against thee will prosper. As it may form, as you can see, but it didn't prosper. He recognized who I was in the spirit and who this other man was in the spirit. I assume he has a ministry, you know, as well. And I know, you know, that that woman that was with him was his daughter because it was like that's his daughter. It was like it was, you know, unspoken but spoken in my mind. He, his daughter, you know, does warfare. So, you know, the most I wanted us to see and know that, yes, you know, there are people out here that, you know, will be attacked and destroyed if God has anointed them to do it. And that's what happened to the other man. He was looking for him like he caused this. He caused it. He was angry because he did something. He did something to his family or, you know, whatever, whoever. And he knew he did it. He was looking for him, but he wasn't prepared. And that's just, this is why I'm emphasizing to you all, and this is going to be a series. You have got to be called to do certain things, you know, for the most high. A lot of people, they want to prophesy, you know, uh, you know, they want to be seen, you know, they want to, you know, um, draw an audience to themselves, you know, and they don't even know, you know, like what's behind all of that. All they see is, you know, like, oh, you know, this person is, you know, on, you know, Twitter and very popular on YouTube or very popular on Facebook, but they don't know the warfare behind it. Most of the people who are called to the prophetic and especially warfare, they don't want that calling, but that's their assignment. That's what the most High told them to do. They have to do it because obedience is better than sacrifice. However, God would give us wisdom. And that's what he was letting me know. He was like, yes, I call you to help people, just like he called this man to help people, and you are protected. But there is a time and season for everything. And my season for fighting, you know, witchcraft, that's over. He let me know that in more than one way. Now, I'm going to be discussing some tools and giving you all some tools and some hints, you know, how to to tell if you're supposed to help somebody. Because to be honest with you, that's the problem. People, they won't help, but they don't want to help themselves. The same way I can pray to God, they can too. Especially if it's something done to you. Who else is there 
available but the Most High. There's nothing wrong with going to some people because the Bible says the prayer of the righteous develop much. But also, you have to fight warfare for yourself, for your family, and for yourself. And I'm going to give you all and share with you all powerful prayers and tips and, and help you to be able to protect your family. You protect your family through using these tools and from my experience um, from dealing with this. I hope that this has helped someone. You know, again, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just being 100% honest with you. I'm letting you all know, you know, that, you know, everything is not as easy as you think it is because you see somebody on Facebook and they're prophesying and you see somebody on YouTube and they have a deliverance ministry and you're like, ooh, trust me. Okay, that person, you know, after you help somebody will go through some warfare, but the most high will protect you. Okay, but then there's times when there's some people that, you know, I've heard the Spirit say that's not, that's not, you're not supposed to help that person, you know, just you know, pray for them and then, you know, let somebody else help them. That's not your assignment. Okay. There's been times when I've seen people to come to me and I know as soon as they come to me, I just, I sense that this is major, you know, this is a major, they have a major issue and, you know, I may be able to help them or I may not. Most of the time I am, but like I said before, you know, every soldier, you know, you know when a when a soldier enlists in the army, he gets stationed, you know, uh, somewhere for you know four years or however long before he get PCS somewhere else. And this is where I'm trying to show and share with you all how this is the same thing when you are a soldier in the in the army for the Lord. The same thing. Did you know that you can help sponsor this podcast for as little as three dollars a month? Or you can give a one-time donation. If you do, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you to all of you who have already subscribed and are my privileged listeners, which I also share extra bonus podcasts for them. Thank you all for listening. May God bless you. May heaven shine upon you. And again, this will be a series.